ever stood up against hard times, and a more open and hospitable race than the people on that coast I never wished to meet. It was the caution of a child who had burnt his fingers, not once but many times. Had I known what I afterwards learned of Farmer Hoskins' tribulations as landlord of a secluded country residence, I should have approached him with the bashfulness proper to my suit, and faltered as I undertook to prove the bright exception in a long line of painful experiences. He had bought the Tresillac estate twenty years before, on mortgage, I fancy, because the land adjoined his own and would pay him for tillage. But the house was a nuisance, an incubus, and had been so from the beginning. "'Well, miss,' he said, "'you're welcome to look over it. Pretty enough place, inside and out.' "'There's no trouble about keys, because I've put in a housekeeper, a widow woman, and she'll show you round. "'With your leave, I'll step up the coombe so far with you and put you in your way.' "'As I thanked him, he paused and rubbed his chin. "'There's one thing I must tell you, though. "'Whoever takes the house must take Mrs. Carkeek along with it.' "'Mrs. Carkeek?' I echoed dolefully. "'Is that the housekeeper?' "'Yes.' "'She was wife to my late hind. "'I'm sorry, miss,' he added, "'my face telling him no doubt "'what sort of woman I expected Mrs. Carkeek to be. "'But I had to make it a rule after... "'after some things that happened. "'And I dare say you won't find her so bad. "'Mary Carkeek's a sensible, comfortable woman "'and knows the place. "'She was in service there to Squire Kendall "'when he sold up and went. "'Her first place it was. "'I may as well see the house anyhow.' "'said I dejectedly. "'So we started to walk up the coombe. "'The path, which ran beside the little chattering stream, "'was narrow for the most part, "'and Farmer Hosking, with an apology, "'strode on ahead to beat aside the brambles. "'But whenever its width allowed us to walk side by side, "'I caught him from time to time "'stealing a shy, inquisitive glance under his rough eyebrows. "'Courteously, though he bore himself, "'it was clear that he could not sum me up to his satisfaction "'or bring me square with his notion of a tenant "'for his secluded country residence. "'I don't know what foolish fancy prompted it, "'but about halfway up the coombe I stopped short and asked, "'There are no ghosts, I suppose?' "'It struck me, a moment after I had uttered it, "'as a supremely silly question, "'but he took it quite seriously.' "'No, I never heard tell of any ghosts.' "'He laid a queer sort of stress on the word. "'There's always been trouble with servants and maids, tongues will be running. "'But Mary Carkeek lives up there alone, and she seems comfortable enough.' "'We walked on. "'By and by he pointed with his stick. "'It don't look like a place for ghosts now, do it?' "'Certainly it did not.' Above an untrimmed orchard rose a terrace of turf scattered with thorn bushes, and above this a terrace of stone, upon which stood the prettiest cottage I had ever seen. It was long and low and thatched. A deep veranda ran from end to end. Clematis, banksia roses, and honeysuckle climbed the posts of this veranda, and big blooms of the Maréchal Nile were clustered along its roof, "'beneath the lattices of the bedroom windows. "'The house was small enough to be called a cottage, "'and rare enough in features and in situation "'to confer distinction on any tenant. 
It suggested what in those days we should have called elegant living, and I could have clapped my hands for joy. My spirits mounted still higher when Mrs. Carkeek opened the door to us. I had looked for a Mrs. Gummidge, and I found a healthy middle-aged woman with a thoughtful but contented face and a smile which, without a trace of obsequiousness, bore out the farmer's description of her. She was a comfortable woman, and while we walked through the rooms together, for Mr. Hosking waited outside, I took to Mrs. Carkeek. Her speech was direct and practical. The rooms, in spite of their faded furniture, were bright and exquisitely clean, and somehow the very atmosphere of the house gave me a sense of well-being, of feeling at home and cared for, yes, of being loved. Don't laugh, my dears, for when I'm done you may not think this fancy altogether foolish. I stepped out